Thank you. We might be here a while, bud. Bye. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bullhooker Podcast. I'm Moose Lundstrom. This is Matt Gordon. Hey, what's going on, Matt Gordon? It's a beautiful day in Colorado Springs. We are. We're, we're on location again. We Bullhooker remote. We're going to see something pretty badass tonight, bro. I cannot wait. I'm going to see some, some of that. Some of that, maybe a little bit of that action. You know what I'm talking some about? Pro, some pro wrestling, dude. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you know who can actually tell us more about this? Uh, well, Our I, guest I, today. I have a name the, for it, but. The owner of Colorado Springs Wrestling, right? I, Mr. Randy Root. How are you, buddy? Randy Root. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's ruthless. Randy whoa, Rude. Whoa, whoa. All right. Yeah, sure and get that correct. All right. But no. Hey, guys, thanks for having me on the show, man. It's great to be on here. I've heard a lot of good things. Uh, thanks for coming out. Uh, you guys are in for a real big treat, and we'll go over a lot of that later on. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a rocking show tonight. You guys are at a really good one, to be perfectly honest. What, what's, Can't the wait to see what's the name of this one tonight? This is the Red Rock Rumble. Okay. Uh, brought to you by the guys of Springs Into Action. This is going to be one massive show. Uh, we're about 20 seats away from sold out. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, our, our mutual friend, Adrian Grimm to you, Booby to me. What's up, boobs? Love you. Um, he's uh, He gave us a big list of stuff because you, you do a shitload of these things, man. Yes. And he's like, just pick one. And I picked a different one. He's like, why don't you pick the April one? <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. like, why don't you just that, tell me to begin the with there? Hey, Adrian, let's, let's be transparent, you and me, buddy. But before we get started, I want to say, uh, welcome to the Bullhucker Podcast, if you are new to the podcast. What it is, is we bring on a guest, Mr. Rude today, Ruthless. It's on his shirt, Ruthless. man. It's on his shirt, man. How can yes, I get that right wrong? There. That you guys can get at the merch area, by the way. Oh, good to know. Chief plug. We, we, we <laughs> might. We might. Um, but we have Randy coming on today, and what Randy's going to do is he's going to tell us three stories about his life. Now, here's the kicker. Two of the stories are true. One is either made up or borrowed, and we're not going to go into detail. I don't want you to give it away. So, um, and at the end of the podcast, Matt and I are going to try and guess... Which one is which, right? I need a comeback on this one. Yeah, you had you lost both I lost last time. two times in a row the I last time. The, the championship belt has been removed, and Matt, I need to earn it again. Matt was uh, undefeated for a long time, bro. Uh, you guys realize you do have a professional wrestler I on know. your show now. A man who <laughs> makes a living telling stories. Yes. I, I love it. So And, yeah, yeah, so good luck. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. <laughs> also, you can, uh, you can check out all our stuff on thebullhucker.com. If you watch this on YouTube, on the bottom right-hand corner is a little red dot. That's our subscribe button. Make sure you hit that bad boy. It's a little click for you, but a big click for us. Uh, no matter what you're listening to this on, what platform, please like and subscribe to the Pull Bucker Podcast. Uh, Matt will hug you on the street if he sees you. Now, also, Randy, is there a website or a Facebook? or how does, What's your preferred uh, way of getting a hold of your stuff? You can get with us on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Just look up Colorado Springs Wrestling. Okay. Find us everywhere. Uh, we are we've been on the news we've been on the radio we've been on all four television networks uh, just colorado springs wrestling search it you're gonna find us guaranteed hell yeah that's awesome man um and also uh, i'll get the links from randy and so if you want to check this more, more of this out here in colorado springs uh on the description of all this stuff youtube or whatever you're listening to this on it'll be a uh, clickable link Absolutely. In the description, so you can go right to the uh, Facebook and check out this. I'm excited for this tonight. This he, is a treat, man. Yeah. I, I'm not only the podcast, which I'm very excited yeah. for, Mr. Ruthless. <laughs> I am so excited to watch some people lay a smackdown this evening. Right. right. You, you guys are going to get to see a 30 man battle royal <laughs> tonight. Okay. I, not just sold. A, yeah. The one no. person I don't want to see this is Adam. The other co there's, there's three co hosts there's Matt, Adam, and Dancia. Yeah. Uh, Adam was actually into the pro wrestling for a while in his youth. Yeah. Uh, Adam is uh, six five, four hundred pounds, yeah. mm. and he was he was wanted to be here so bad. But it's Easter tomorrow, and uh, 
He's like, do you think they let me go in the ring? I'm like, I don't think so, man. I don't. <laughs> when you're doing comedy, you just allow people on stage. Like, oh, oh. Got to sign some forms, I think, before you show up. Right, yeah. There's a little bit of training that goes into right. getting in my ring before right. that day happens. Well, he's but. trained. He knows how to do oh, yeah, it. He yeah, just, yeah. He's, you know what? We're old. I, I'm, his, I'm a year older than him, so <laughs> right. I can say it's your the old The spirit's book. willing, but the body's laughing at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happens. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we're going to get in some stories. Are you ready to tell some stories? Sure, why not? And after the stories, stick around. We're going to talk a lot about this wrestling. You're going to fill us in. I got a I got a lot of questions. You? Oh, I, I cannot wait to dive into I want to know about the personas and things about it, but we won't get into it right now. All right? Well, you look like you got one or two in that brain of yours. A couple. So, yeah. A couple. <laughs> What's wrong with that, bro? That right? I'm like, when this is gets a, boring. It's a beautiful brain. You know? Right? Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> when you get a hotel, they're like, how many guests? I'm like, like physically or how many voices in my head? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Well, the, yeah. It gets expensive. <laughs> they're like voices. I'm like, fuck you, Ted. I love it. So, I love it. All right, we got three stories. Man, you want to read them off? Yes, yes. Okay, give me the paper. We got hanging at high noon. Oh, geez, I messed that one up. Hanging at high noon, shark attack at a show, and dumpster disaster. All right, man. I'm excited. So, you know what, Matt? Welcome back, bro. This is your comeback tour, right? The belt will come back. Pick pick a story, buddy. I want dumpster disaster. All right. Dumpster dumpster disaster. Yes. All right. So, here's the story behind dumpster disaster. Uh, being in professional wrestling, I have a lot of connections with a lot of wrestlers all over the place. Uh, the ideas we come up with could be pretty over the top sometimes, right? Well, there's a wrestler named Duke the Dumpster Drossy. Used to wrestle in <laughs> WWE. All right, uh, he was on he was on Monday Night Raw. He was you know he's a pretty he's an awesome guy, really, really nice guy. He's like, all right, well we got this idea. I'm gonna throw you in a dumpster, okay? <laughs> And I was like, well, I've seen it done before. Why? And he's like, well, because you're Randy Rude, and they're going to cheer. It'll be a great pop. You're going to love it, brother. Right. You're going to love it. Right. Love it. I'm like, are we going to like throw something in there, or is this like just raw gutting into a freaking empty empty dumpster? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you think about the you know, aspects. Of this, that's going to hurt. Right. If yeah. there's nothing in that thing, it's going to really hurt, especially someone like me that's – Yes, I'm a promoter. No, I'm not a professional wrestler. There's a big difference. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, and he's like, well, we'll throw some cardboard in there. You know, we'll, we'll tear it up and stuff. So it, it'll, it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be hot shit. It'll be great. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we're just like, well, I mean, if, it, if the fans will cheer, the fans will cheer. That's my biggest thing. It's like, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. You know, uh, show's going on, gets to the spot, open up the top of the dumpster, go in. Wouldn't you know it, the one spot I landed is where, like, the cardboard just wasn't quite oh, no. sitting. So I just. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Like, there was no yeah. cardboard underneath. No, no. You could hear it. Oh. The crowd could just hear that. You know, that <laughs> smack. <laughs> Luckily, it was the end of the show because uh, that was pretty insane. Like, it, it hurt really, really bad. Yeah. He felt horrible. Uh, you know what that was? That was ruthless. That, well, that was ruthless. That was <laughs> that insanely was ruthless. Uh, you know, so luckily, like I said, into the show, close the lid, just roll the dumpster off, and then pull me out and watch me cry. <laughs> you know, but uh, that was a major dumpster disaster right there that, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be glorious. And, it, it, okay, from the fans' eyes. Exactly what I was going to say. It they was amazing. It. Yeah, uh, on video, absolutely amazing. To my spine, that really sucked. 
So, but you know what's funny is when you watch this stuff. Let me take a step back. I talked about this with Adrian. People say wrestling's fake all the time, and I want to mm-hmm. clarify: it's scripted. Yeah, I'm about to say. Well, we we don't say the f word around here. We call it scripted. No, it's that, scripted. exactly. Yeah. But the the but the beatings are real. Beatings are very real. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, yes. You know, uh, I got a guy out there setting up the ring right now who has a metal bar in his collarbone from last month that, you know, you want to say it's not real. He's out there setting up the ring. I mean, he's out of the ring for quite a while. You know, shout out to Type 1 Warrior. Uh, <laughs> What's but, up, Type 1? Yeah. Type so, one. you know, he's a young kid with a huge future. But unfortunately, you know, accidents do happen. Sure. It's a, this is a competitive uh, sport. You know, uh, he injured his collarbone, had to have surgery, so he's got a metal plate in there. He'll be out for a little while, but it's a brotherhood too, so right, he's still out there doing his thing. That's awesome. You know, that's where, yes, we kick the living shit out of each other. That's the best way to describe it. We come up with some crazy ideas that we throw at each other. I mean, I personally, with another partner named Romeo, came up with this idea where we combine burlesque and wrestling. <laughs> Uh, combat and cabaret it's a show we do every three months uh very 21 and up <laughs> uh, very yeah very right. 21 of course, and up. of course but everyone would laugh at us when we first came told them hey we're gonna do this well now it's the hottest selling ticket when we announce another one of those shows they that's sell awesome so fast because so. it's original it is very original right we've, it's we've, unique exactly we found one place in san francisco that does it and it's not even close to the same style that we do. Huh. So it's a very, and especially for the area, it's something that nobody else is doing. Right. So I, uh, yeah, back to my point was, uh, it's scripted, not, not fake. Yeah. And when I saw Adrian Grimm, the first time we went and saw him in Denver, man, I was shocked. I mean, they—he took a chain to the face. It was, I was like, "Good Lord, Adrian!" Dang, yeah, fuck me, you know. Yeah, but it—it exactly. uh, it was cool. And for you to land in that that garbage bin, people in the audience were—I guarantee me—in like, well, how'd they make that happen? Like, that's that—that that looks so real because <laughs> it, yeah, it was real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got the broken spine to prove it. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Well, and Grim's a tough son of a bitch too. He, I mean, he wrestles for me every month on multiple shows I do has for, you know, a couple of years now and he'll be in the backstage and you'll see him just stand there and kind of grinch in with his back. And then I'll bet as soon as that uh, camera hits, it's time to whoop some ass. <laughs> yeah. He's the toughest son of a bitch out there. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. He's a good man. Before we jump, I'm going to got to make a note to myself because I need to know more about that cabaret and wrestling thing at yeah. the end of this. Cause yeah. that oh, yeah. is fascinating. Yeah. To me. yeah we'll, we'll talk more about it. What'd you Absolutely. think about that story, man? I mean, it's, it's, uh, I, I used to trust my, my intuition about people. And after my losses, I find that I may be at a loss myself. And so I'm not entirely sure. I like it, of course, but I can't tell. It's a great story. And it's, it's based in wrestling, which we're here to see today, which I'm yes. really into. But um, it was short and sweet, man. So it's, uh, but it's hard to guess on the first one. I yes. got to hear a second story out of you to kind of judge on how you tell me. So it's a good story, though, man. Do they, you go outside for the dumpster? They wheel a dumpster in. Oh, yeah. Well, no. See, uh, if you look outside the door over here, there's a huge area right here where uh, we set up our shows out there sometimes in the summer and we can put a massive crowd out there. So we set the ring up in the middle of that area and it's an outdoor event at that time. Oh, sick. So and yeah, which uh, 
Lion said once summertime hits, we always try to hit at least one or two outdoor events. Right. Uh, during the pandemic era, that was the only way we were allowed to do yeah. shows. Oh, man. So we did six of them in a row. Wow. And dumb luck, especially in Colorado, all six months, the weather was perfect. Uh, and we were able to pull off shows outside for the fans. Hell That's yeah. awesome. So, Good for you guys. That's awesome, yeah. man. That, just to let you know how a dumpster got into the area. <laughs> We do shows outside of this venue as okay. well. Okay, okay. That's what I was wondering. I just they wheeled that bad boy in. I was what? like, this is for real. And well, then a question that comes into my mind immediately, it, was it a used dumpster like it was dirty? Or oh, was yeah. this like a clean one that you got like, hey, <laughs> we're calling waste management. They're bringing hey, it down we, for We you. ain't got the kind of money to be bringing in a clean <laughs> dumpster, man. We got, we got here and it was like, look, the thing's empty. And it was like, I got an idea. <laughs> so that's we're like, hey, can you guys wait to throw your trash until <laughs> the end of the show? Yeah, <laughs> you know? right, right. So, uh, yeah, because I didn't want to get thrown on trash, obviously. Yeah, definitely. You know, God, I don't know what's getting. <laughs> get a needle out your elbow or yeah, something crazy. like. You know, I mean, yeah, who knows what you're getting thrown in at that point. Yep. So, yeah. Well, doctor, what do you think? Well, Mr. Rude, good thing is your spine's good, but the hepatitis is going to be a bitch for the rest of your life. So yeah. enjoy that. Yeah. I'm going to give you some cream. Yeah. Uh, where do I put it? Uh, everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's funny, so. man. How long? Well, we'll get we'll get into the wrestling. So I know I yeah. want to talk about the wrestling yeah, stuff. We'll, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, you're good. You're good. We'll get there. Uh, okay. Well, uh, that was a dumpster disaster. I dig it. I want to hear Shark Attack at a show. Yeah, for sure. Shark Attack at a show, huh? All right. So. We're doing a show, uh, obviously, outside event, uh, just by the name, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so it's an outside event, show's going on. Uh, it was right by shark area, you know, shark water attack area. Mm -hmm. They warned us, but we're wrestlers. We don't care. <laughs> if, 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 you, if you study professional wrestling, you'll find out. It's not more of a warning as a challenge accepted when it comes to professional wrestling. Uh, obviously, by a dumpster. Right, <laughs> you know, right, right. Uh, you guys are going to see some stuff tonight that you're going to go, huh, okay. You know, uh, that we pulled off vampires versus luchadors. <laughs> what in the world? I mean, That's what professional wrestling is. So sold. Uh, we were doing this thing where it's like, look, you're going you're gonna to take a bump or, or get hit. Which Randy Rude does quite a bit. And I get beat up, hundreds cheer. It's how life goes on in society. We're doing this show. It's a great show. As uh, soon as I get outside the ring for the, my spot, all right, well, there's a shark. Don't go out there. I'm like, well, there's a whole lot of people here, damn it. And if I don't go into the water, it literally ruins everything we've been building for three fucking months. Yeah, I mean, it's on the shirt. Like, I'm like, yeah, you can't not if you don't, if you have Rufus now, on your shirt. What, one thing you'll understand about me is when it comes to story, when it comes to this is what we have been building up to, when it comes to a payoff, yeah. which is this was at our October event, so it's our Slam Bash. It's a payoff show. That's where every all the stories like end, new ones begin. That's a, that's a payoff show. Okay. This spot had to happen. <laughs> I said, no, whatever. Screw it. I, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see one. Right. Took the spot. Stand up. Look over. There's a fucking shark. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I freak shit. 
and the damn thing pretty much attacked me. Okay, I, I'm perfectly fine to be perfectly honest, but yeah, I got attacked by a shark at a wrestling event. <laughs> the, the, that's why when Adrian said to bring me on your show, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some stories here that can go pretty insane. Right. Uh, I was perfectly fine. Like I said it actually didn't get me. Right, right. Okay, but I did technically get attacked. That's awesome. Uh, crowd didn't freak out. Thank God. Actually, they cheered quite. They thought it was scripted. So you guys yeah. hired a shark, and yep, uh, yeah, because you know that's what a wrestler does. Is he hires a shark, right? <laughs> right, right, you know, right. Cause who, who? Yeah, because I mean, where's the shark I mean, trainer? Where's yeah, the damn exactly. trainer? I mean, now, the shark see, trainer at? Technically, back in the 1800s, they used to have wrestlers versus bears. What? Oh yeah, look it up online. That is a hundred percent fact. Mm-hmm. People would buy a ticket to watch a wrestler wrestle a bear at a show. I just so uh, just saying. And then they watched the, the bear have dinner. I was gonna say, yeah. like, I, when, they probably yeah. don't have a lot of ancestry down the line. Since a lot then. of wrestlers <laughs> died in the 1800s. Yeah, you yeah. so. I was gonna say <laughs> because of a promoter going, "Hey, I got a great idea, man! Tag I team ostriches. And, yeah, uh, you're you're huge. Of course, you could take a bear, right? You know, but uh, so we learned we won't do that one again. <laughs> Oh that, that's a that that you, you you I've got a list of mark that under shit I don't do. <laughs> Can't go provoke yeah. sharks into yeah like yeah we don't attacks. we don't do that one again yeah that one's that one's a soup that's gonna be a hard no that's a bucket list item it seems like like just check uh, well handle okay well done. I'll 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 call it a bucket list item because I can mark it off yeah of you can bucket. mark it off yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. if it, if I hadn't had it happen I'd be like look that's some dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because you step back and, you know, after the show's over, you just kind of stand in the backstage and go. Whoo. Yeah, for real. <laughs> like, holy crap, how'd I pull that off? Yeah. I do that every month, to be honest. So uh, there's, uh, we could do quite a few episodes of this, to, to tell you the truth. Right. Just on wrestling. That's not including my other things that I've done in life, my music career. Right. You know, uh, like I told you earlier, I have 10 albums out. Uh, I've done shows with tech nine with insane clown posse that alone right there can give you some stories just in doing some concerts with those I'm guys like, i want right to dive there. into that too yeah we'll get there yeah. oh yeah so i mean yeah we could definitely have a lot of fun with this but that one that one always sticks very near and dear in my heart because uh it was the birthday show for the company so i thought it was going to be something super cool i went stupid above and beyond my wife hates when we have our big payoff shows because she's like here's the budget and i'm like oh that's that's nice that's not gonna happen maybe we can't buy a shark for this yeah, yeah. come I'm on like, yeah i'm like do you know how much a shark costs more than a tiger we were all stuck at home we saw that show it's expensive oh. for that <laughs> you know what i I'm don't you, right? yes. i so, don't i don't I, I joe mean, exotic yeah I did, the tiger I king I never the tiger it. king on netflix it. so when it's worth it yeah, when the pandemic first hit and everyone was locked up at home, everybody watched that show because, well, you were stuck at home. You had nothing left. What else, there's is nothing else you could do? Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> but good Lord. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I'd like to say that was the last dumb thing I'll ever, I'll ever <laughs> do in the business, but that's a super hard lie. Because <laughs> next month, I guarantee my writer, which you guys will meet uh, later on today, Chongo. Uh, when he gives me this crazy look in his eyes, and he's like, I got an idea, brother. 
I just kind of take a deep breath and go, all right, what are we doing? You know. Hey, but real quick, shout out to the guy who wrestled the bear in the 1800s, okay? Let's not forget his, his, his sacrifice. Just going to say that, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there was quite a few of them. Quite a few. It was actually quite a big spectacle they used to do back in the 1800s, like a circus extra. No. Uh, uh, no, I'm like, those bears had to be trained at some level, right? It wasn't just like they captured a bear and then put I a mean, guy in a ring with it. I hope. I would hope they're trained, but at the same time, it's 1800s. still a bear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's still well, a bear. I, 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 I don't care how trained it is. How much yeah. does a bear weigh? God, a ton, good. at least. A lot yeah. more than the biggest, baddest wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you're going to wrestle a bear, you got to be in shape, which means you're not going to be even close to the same weight, even a small bear. Right. And the pictures you see from then, they were not small. They were big. Bear. Okay, see, that's where my head was going at was like, you could just get, you know, red pandas as an example. No, no. Those are like dog sized. And so (laughs) an adult man wrestling a dog sized bear. These guys would take on like grizzlies. Uh, I'm out. Yeah. Can't do it. Big bears. You got to be drunk, drunk to do that shit. Get their big wooden tankard and just smash it down. Oh, those burly guys. And people in the 1800s weren't as big as they are now. That's true. Not even close. And they weren't as muscular. There was no type of genetics or gyms or even equipment like there is now that there was. Back then, it was like you said. Like, they, they... Carried jugs up the mountain and yeah. back down. How, well, how did you? I did that 15 times a day, and now look at me. Right. You know, now I'm there swole. is a wrestler by the name of Brock Lesnar. Right. That everyone knows who that man yeah. is. And he started by carrying a, a telephone pole on his shoulder. He would jog one mile, roll it around his neck onto the other arm, and then jog a mile back home. Mm-hmm. That was just one of his, re- like, his regiment was created by him on a farm. And you've seen that man, like, right. that's a freakishly, yeah. So, the, just saying, it's still, there's still some out there that believe in the old-fashioned way. Glenn Miners, is a, he was a rookie with the Broncos last year. Yeah. He's the D- Division three kid that was drafted out of some butt-shit state. <laughs> and uh, that's, he was, his dad was a logger up in, like, I want him to say Montana. Yeah. And that's, he would carry logs up and down. That. And I love it. They call him the gut because he's got a beer gut. Yeah. But he's just mean as shit. Like, that's this awesome. guy just, you see him, if you watch football, he blocks people for 30 yards. I mean, yeah. he just like takes this guy and just takes him down. Like but, Bobby Boucher? Yeah, well, no. I mean, this, he hit people. But this guy, there's just some guys that are just naturally badasses. I mean, not to take out a bear. I don't know. That's Like, who's that wrestler that was in the longest yard? The great... Uh, the great Kali. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, honestly, that guy would probably get slaughtered by a bear. <laughs> I mean, he's big, but he's slow. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he's a good guy and all, but... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he'd probably get worked up pretty fast. I wouldn't fight him. Yeah, no. Exactly. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> nope. All right, that's a good story. It's shark attack of the show. I have to ask a question about it, though. Yes. I need to know this. Do you know the type of shark? I didn't ask it. Uh, to be <laughs> well, because I know they're like different levels of pricing, like nurse sharks are twelve thousand. Uh, you know, right, like, Randy didn't yeah. ask for its ID. I was just yeah, thinking, I'd be curious. I, like, no, we want we want a great white. We don't want I like a hammerhead. Like, or I didn't like, like hold it, take a good look, or we didn't get a selfie, <laughs> right. nothing like that, man. Right. No, right. So. I'd have been. All it was that. more along the lines of you know, holy fucking shit. There's uh, a shark. Please, somebody save me. Wow. Good God. Yeah. So, I saw teeth. Uh, <laughs> I saw teeth. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough to say. Yeah, Fair no, enough. you win. Yeah, and then I. So yeah, no, I'm sorry. I don't. No, know. that's okay. <laughs> I, wish I was I, curious. Now you make me wish I knew what kind of right? was, but mm, no. Nah. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy, man. Where was this at? 
So that was off the coast down in uh, California. Okay. So uh, <laughs> off the Bay Area. Nice. Uh, it's, you know, so when you're, especially that's the other thing. When you're not at home, you really go above and beyond. Because oh, yeah. you right. you want to come back. You put on. Right. Yeah. So, I mean. We both. I've been around comics a lot. We did the like I told you earlier. We we booked Adam and I, uh, for almost ten years of comedy before mm-hmm. COVID hit. And that, I know it's a big thing with comedians is to to expand your base of people you know. Is that the same in wrestling? Then I absolutely. Uh, yeah. My wife absolutely hates it because <laughs> everywhere we go, uh, this is how I'm dressed. Uh, I've got the logo tattooed on me. Uh, we do get stopped at Walmart at you know the mall. People want to take a picture, or if I see somebody wearing a wrestling shirt. Uh, my kids just on my birthday was last weekend, and my kids took me to the zoo. Guy was wearing a wrestling shirt, and I was like, "Hey, uh, you know, we got live wrestling next weekend." And he goes, "What CSW?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, I want tickets, bro." And so that's very cool. You, the, they, I always get asked who's my favorite fans because I have a lot of them, and I always say the next one that comes through the door. That's yeah. awesome. That's my favorite fan. That's cool. So what? Anything, it, like I said, anything I can do to entertain the fans, I'll do it. That's cool, man. All right. Hell yeah. What do you think about that? Um, that that's the one I want to be true the most <laughs> so far. <laughs> yeah, of the two that we've heard. I mean, the dumpster thing is badass. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But wrestling a shark at an event, not as in like I was surfing, having fun. No, I chose to get in the water with a shark and try and fight a shark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's I love that. Yeah. How could you not like that? It'd be better if you were wrestling someone else and people are screaming about shark and you think they're just cheering you on. Like, <laughs> no, no, Randy, no. Yeah. Randy. Yeah, and it's like, no, seriously, they're trying to warn your it's ass. Right there. You're about to become lunch, you <laughs> dumbass. No, no but, I'm not that cool. I'm not that cool. You'd go out in a blaze of glory, though, man. You'd be just right. like, it isn't until that's a, oh. right, That memorial show would be sweet for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's man. the brain of a wrestler right that's, that's, there. R.I.S. Rest in shark. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. One story left. We have uh, hanging at high noon. Yeah. Hanging at high noon. So we're actually going to go out of the wrestling world for this one. Sweet. Uh, we're not even going to go to my music world for this one. Uh, another thing I was, was I was a gunfighter at a Western town. Uh, I played the outlaw for two years. Uh, six day or six days a week, seven shows a day. I was the guy that was the bad guy in front of thousands and thousands of people. Uh, it was pretty sweet to be perfectly honest. Uh, it's really my first, that was my first taste at getting into show business. Cause this is before the music this is before the wrestling. How old are you about? Right now? No, at the uh, time. How old I you? was about 20 years old. Okay. Okay. Uh, and it, it was, I got on at the, at Buckskin Joe. That was the name of the place was Buckskin. Uh, cause you'll hear me say that quite a bit. I remember that. Where's that at? Uh, up by the Royal Gorge. Oh, I think yeah, that, I've been there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I've seen the bill. So, billboards there were. Uh, oh yeah. That? Well, okay. and okay. hundreds of movies were filmed there. Yeah. I wow. mean, Hunt, John Wayne, uh, Sam Elliott, Tom Selleck. Uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. <laughs> they cool. did. They filmed Cannibal the Musical there. Uh, <laughs> so, so you know. while, while I worked there, by the way, we'll throw that in there. That's, That's awesome. cool. Uh, as a matter of fact, the noose that they hung uh, Trey Parker with in the movie Cannibal the Musical is the same noose they used to hang me six days a week with. 
the exact same harness, That's the same cool. noose. Uh, you know, I was there when they gave him the rundown. Here's how you, you know, do it, which there's not a lot to that when you get hung. Right. It's uh, the harness was pretty much like, I think, 1970s backpacks before <laughs> they cared about putting any kind of padding on there. Uh, great. Uh, yeah. Just the, the thin strap. Right? right. So that's all that harness was. It went over your shoulders, through your legs, and had a ring on the back. Save you're nice and safe. You ain't going to hang or nothing. But anything in between those two straps is going to do this right here. And it's not fun at all. So when they were warning him, I'm just kind of backstage like, okay, bro, this you're not going to have fun. And they had to do it like 15 times. Ugh. And uh, every time they drop him, I was like, I feel your pain. Because I did it every day. Uh, to As a matter of fact, I actually lived on the park, which was kind of cool. Because they had apartments in the top of the uh, houses, oh, the buildings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the gunfighters and some of the other employees were allowed to stay there if they wanted. So a few of the gunfighters and I, we lived at the park. So that when it closed down, you know, six-pack of beer and group of guys sitting out on the boardwalk in a western town still in our cowboy gear. It was a cool-ass kind of, you know, cheesy way to call it a day. Right, right. We did it every single damn day because <laughs> it just, why wouldn't you? Sure. Right? You know, not going to say some of the horses may have came out of the corrals after a certain point in time. You know, <laughs> bet you I can beat your ass at a race. You know? <laughs> right, right. But uh, one of the great things that we used to get about Buckskin Joe was uh, celebrities come through there all the time. They loved coming in. Uh, not just for filming, but just to come to the town. They wanted to see this town because a lot of movies have been done there. Right. Mostly John Wayne's movies is the big thing that would pull people in. Everybody wants to see where John Wayne filmed a, a movie, you know, where he had a, a straight-up gun shoot-down on the street. Yeah. You know, you want to see those Hell yeah. things. My grandfather was uh, a massive fan, dude. Massive. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Tom Selleck, Sam Elliott, all those guys like that. They have a ton of Westerns that were filmed there. Nice. Uh, Conagher, the Sackicks, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. And, uh, Paul Hogan, the guy who plays Crocodile Dundee filmed mm-hmm. a movie while I was there called Lightning Jack. Wow. Uh, it, uh so. You're dating uh, yourself on that one, bud. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, it was a while ago. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah. uh, you know, so it, uh, it's a great place to work. Uh, and I eventually became the head gunfighter. Always meant I always played the main bad guy because they always had the most lines. Uh, they had the most character action with the fans and all that. Well, there was one actor that every year would surprise the gunfighters and the fans and just show up and want to do gun, gun shows with us. And that was Sam Elliott. Uh, from the show The Ranch on Netflix, you right. know, uh, it, Sam Elliott. We all know. Yeah, we all know Sam right. Elliott. Yeah. Right. The, the, the mustache. Na- the mustache, the narrator <laughs> of the Lebowski. Like, it's Sam, you yeah, know. Right, right. Uh, the, one of the greatest Western actors of all time, Tombstone. Okay, you know, so I'm up in the lo- uh, dressing room getting ready, and they come up, they're like, look, Sam Elliott's here. He's going to be doing gunfights with you today. Uh, we're going to do the hanging. He's going to be the sheriff, so he's going to hang you today. Nice. Wow. And then they just walked out of the dressing room. They didn't wait for my response no. or nothing. They just left. And I'm just sitting there by myself looking around like, am I getting punked right now? <laughs> that was possibly the, the, you know, the most awesome thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Right. And I 
got ready, got dressed, go downstairs, walk out of the building. There's Sam Elliott. And I'm like, holy shit. They were not lying. And, he, you know, how's it going? You know? <laughs> right, right. Like, One more I mean, time? I do, I do his voice horrible. How's it going? Yeah, like, I, there is not anyone else that can lower that that deep, right? Yeah. You know, it takes at least, like, 15 cores, you know, before you can get down to <laughs> right. So, uh, met the man, super down-to-earth, great guy, amazing guy, to yeah. be honest. He That's is cool. He's as cool as you would hope he is, you know. That's one of those types of situations. Uh, we did a one-gun fight, got the nerves out of my system, like, all right, cool. You know, he just shot me with a shotgun, kind of laid there in the, in the street, like, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> got my fanboy shit out of my way, and... And we get to high noon and it's hanging time. And I know that there's some super serious dialogue between me and the sheriff on the, on the gallow right before he pulls the switch where I've got to yell at him and, you, you know, say, I'll never forget the lines. I'm just standing there handcuffed and look at him right in the eyes. And I said, screw you law, man. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> And he just looked at me through his mustache. I swear to God, like it was, it was, it was the most epic moment in my life where he just looks at me and goes, maybe, but you're going to be there first. And then he pulled that switch. And as I dropped, I went, well, that was possibly the greatest moment of my life. I'm hanging there. That's like, awesome. Yeah. And I mean, home run just. I, it was such a great moment. We, we ended up doing a few more shows that day cause it was noon. You know, we still had a few more shows to yeah. go. And then, uh, at, after with the park was closed, sure as shit. We drank cores and ate red chili. Oh. Cowboy as it gets. That's <laughs> awesome. With, with Sam Elliott. With Sam Elliott. Every woman in my life is jealous of that story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a long time ago, but man, it was, it, that was probably my coolest moment working there at buckskin joe well i mean that's a pretty badass moment too. Yeah, yeah. That's, that'd be yeah. a moment it's one of my coolest moments of my life so, let's just call it what it is sam is one of the coolest motherfuckers walking on the planet yeah. right yes. now you and know? i can lie said i can tell you he's as cool as you would hope he is right so you ever uh, have a discussion with your wife on um what's the, the old friends show where you, you're allowed to cheat with a oh, celebrity the list yeah, yeah oh yeah no that's another episode that we could oh, have right pass? there yeah the the hall pass or the list. Yeah. I, we can have a whole nother episode about that with my wife and I and some hilarious stories with some of the celebrities <laughs> we've met. Well, so the girl I just broke, uh, my ex-girlfriend, uh, that was, we had that talk and I said, yeah. Jennifer Garner's mine. She's like, Sam Elliott. I go, really? You know, cause he's an older man, but yeah. she's like, he's the sexiest man. I said, I'm like, I can hear you by the way. I'm like, I can hear uh, you yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. You know, you're like shaving your goatee real yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah. She's like, no, I said it. Yeah. Uh, he shows up. You're getting cheated on. I go, that's fair. I know. I'd be like, well, yeah, no. Cause if you don't, I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Sam Elliott. It's Sam so I'm, yeah, I'm taking advantage of a situation. Yeah, I, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's a crazy good story, man. what do you think about that one? I mean, that's how can you top getting hung by Sam Elliott? You can't. There's no way. I mean, that's no, that's no. a, and I'm like, I, just learning more about your life in the short time I've known you today, man. I was like, that would have been a peak for a lot of people, and somehow you just ratcheted it up, up and up and yeah, up was, and up and up. That was dude. 22 years ago. I know, and that's freaking oh, yeah. amazing. I was yeah. gonna, I was gonna ask your age because that's uh, you you, you kind of dated yourself with a few references. There, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Back when we were watching the, the yeah. talkies. Yeah, well, <laughs> and that sucks is you didn't have a cell phone or any kind of 
to take a oh, picture yeah. or have a selfie out. The worst part about the Buckskin Joe's days is there is literally like four pictures from my time there. Wow. Uh, there was no cell phones with cameras. Yeah, uh, right. You know, people took pictures. I have a poster from uh, with me and my brother who passed away, who was a fellow gunfighter with Sorry, me. Sorry, man. Uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. But I also get to say my brother and I got paid to play Cowboys and got real guns. So that was that's, that's pretty cool. Can't yeah. pass on that. Yeah, like we we used to look at each other and go, you know, this is kind of a sweet gig, <laughs> right? So how did you land that gig? My mom. That's the weirdest. It's I know that's such a like really bro, but I took my mom to Cripple Creek uh, just one day just to go gambling. She right. got a newspaper in Canyon City, and she's like, "Hey, they're hiring gunfighters at Buckskin Joe." I, as you guys can tell, I don't really what look at what you would consider a cowboy. Right. And I went, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, all right, whatever. And wow. All day long, all day, she's like, you should apply, you should apply, you should apply. I was like, well, fine on the way home. I was like, fine, I'll stop there on the way home. It's on the way. I'll get an application if you'll leave me alone. She's <laughs> like, yes. Well, I go and ask for an application. Turns out I talked to the owner of the place. He kind of looks me up and down. I had... Really long hair at the time, just so you guys got a visual. Like, I'm talking down to my waistline. Oh, boy. Black hair, just jet black. Look, you know, like I could definitely pull it, pull it off. And he goes, we could hang you. Come back on Monday for audition. <laughs> and he just tells me to come back on Monday and try out. And I walked back out to the car and told my mom, well, I think I just got the job. Right. <laughs> She's just like, I told you they'd hire you. And I'm like, oh. So, so I've known you for 20 years. Believe me, hanging yeah. you is not a. <laughs> <laughs> I will gladly pull the switch yeah, yeah. at least a couple times for you. And then my brother that ended up working there with me drove me there for my audition and was sitting on the sidewalk on the boardwalk, kind of talking at trash about some of the guys auditioning like, man, that wasn't very good. And the guy's like, well, if you think you can better, why don't you come down and do it? And he did. And they offered him a job too. <laughs> that's so cool. that's, that's cool. how he ended up getting his job. So that's cool. You know, that would be well, such that, an amazing job. That, well, I mean, the Samuelite thing alone. Uh, you know, it's this on this podcast. There's been a lot of people that mm. have had like celebrity yep. run-ins. It's it's crazy the people you random. Yeah, it's it's yep. so random, so random. So in the most odd places as well. Sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. What'd you think about that? I mean, it's I the shark thing still is r- running around in my head a little bit, but the Sam. Well, now I'm like trying to find a way to connect Sam Elliott and a shark in the same thing. Like, give a shark a mustache and have it attack, right? Right. Or dress it up in cowboy clothes and have it go do a gunfight. I mean, mm. but no, this. I I so I've been to this place. Uh, my yes. my grandparents lived down uh, in Howard, Colorado, just outside of Salida. Um, oh, okay. And yeah, so yeah. it's just like a hop skip to go in that direction. I went when I was a little kid, and I'm like I. I fell in love with it. I absolutely fell in love with that place. So I, it was I, a, it's an amazing place. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And then to have these amazing interactions with random people like Sam Elliott of all things, the, the line, that's what's sticking with me more than anything else. The line when he's on the gallows and he's ready to get dropped. Yeah. Can't pass on that. I mean, look at him tombstone, man. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. All on right. another level. What did you think? Uh, I, I liked it a uh, lot, a lot of detail in that one. So that's, uh, you know me, I, uh, you like to read that detail. In. I do. I do. I, I usually go for the, the ones with the least amount of detail. That's usually because usually with the detail, you can tell and you're, you're very passionate about that story. Well, you've been passionate yeah. about all three of them, to be honest with you. But, uh, 
I don't know. We'll, we'll, I don't know. You also caught me as we're setting up for a wrestling show, so I am in full blown mode. So yeah, that's yeah, making your that took the difficulty. Like, hyped up. You guys are at like at a final boss level type of <laughs> spot right here. You know, final boss. Not the final boss, Bruce Wayne's, who happens to be a wrestler for us. That'll be here later. That sounds later. awesome. Yeah. How many? Uh, well, we're gonna get to it. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to talk about the wrestling. Yes. Okay. So what we do now, Randy, is we uh, we paper rock scissors to see which one of us has to try and guess first. Mm-hmm. Um, come to our attention this podcast people do it two different ways mm. how do you rock paper scissors do you go boom boom and then show or rock paper scissors show i do one two three show so you use a four pumper a dirty four pumper randy rude yes, yes that ruthless is. that's ruthless to that's, you that Larry. fourth pump is ruthless exactly i ain't got, I ain't got time for the extra pump shit so we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna go four pumps are you ready four pumps damn it you're, you've been very good about this lately. You've been very good at the uh, rock, paper, scissors. Well, I traded the winning in rock, paper, scissors to not be able to tell yeah, anybody who's fucking lying yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was amazing for like the first time on the episodes. Like, I was like, yeah. you're, you're going to face Matt today, I tell people. So good luck. Son, <laughs> it bitch. went downhill. We'll see how the day goes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's see. I'm uh, curious. You know, although I, I am leaning towards the high at noon, hanging high at noon, because that's Sam Elliott. That's a pretty... It's a pretty bold. Uh, that's up there. That's up there. That's yeah, up there. that's a, that's a that's a bold. Because like, sometimes this will be episode. I, I need to do the math on it. Yeah, sixty five or something. Yeah, we've had quite a few episodes, and there's there's been times where a lot of detail has burned me because mm-hmm. someone has came and they they've thrown out such a crazy, crazy detailed story. At yeah, you. They, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm leaning towards that one. It's either that or the dumpster disaster. Although I really liked it. Uh, it is very short and sweet. So you know what? I'm gonna go with my. I'm gonna go with hanging at high noon. As the as the, the lie as the bullhucker. Yeah. Ooh, see, I'm I'm on the fence. I I think that's true. I think that okay. one's true. Okay. The one that I'm I'm still flipping back and forth on, and I'm like the way I was interpreting it. I think one of these was borrowed, oh. and I cannot put my finger on which one exactly. This one is so absurd that I think it's one of those like throw off the trail ones, but like it's a trap. Exactly. Okay. And that's why I'm like, I think it might be dumpster disaster. You think so? Yeah. All right. So you're going to dumpster disaster? I'm committing to dumpster disaster. I'm going to go with hanging dumpster at high noon. disaster, huh? Yeah. And hanging at high noon, huh? Whip that bad boy out. Let's see what you got. Uh, I'm back, baby. <laughs> I'm back, baby. <laughs> 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 damn it, damn it. Ah! All right. So now I can give you the full details on the shark attack. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yes. I had right. to get that out. Well, first, so, first of all, why is that fake? So... My brother, actually, he is a wrestler, Duke the Dumpster Drossy, great guy, amazing friend of mine, actually. Uh, he's out in Tennessee, but he actually hasn't come out here and worked with me yet. Uh, we're planning on bringing him out, and he, but he has wrestled for WWE. He has wrestled. Like, all that part was true. Right. Uh, the Dumpster story was completely taken from, like, three or four different WWE gimmicks. All yeah, right. But okay. that, I use that also as a cheap pop, just, what up, Duke? Uh, you know, yeah, so yeah. Give, him, give him a quick shout out. It's going to be a word. A, all right. So now I can fill you in on the shark attack. Oh, man. I can't, right. I, I'm so, so glad this is true. That's why I had to be extremely vague about this because it is technically true. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I didn't give you details on the shark that attacked me. Oh, yes. You said you asked what kind of yeah, shark. Yeah. And I said, I didn't really know. That's because it was a wrestler that goes by the name of Shark Boy uh, that attacked me. Oh, gotcha! And it was at it was at our wrestle, our uh, October event. All that part was completely true. The whole thing about it, uh, he did attack me in the ring. 
<laughs> and awesome. left me laying for the fans to see. Shark Boy actually wrestles on TNA. Uh, he's been on WWE. He's been on all those shows like oh, that. Oh, that's sick, man. Uh, so he was quite a big name that we brought in. That's cool. And they had told me, hey, Shark Boy is going to get... He, <laughs> so Shark Boy does a perfect Stone Cold Steve Austin in person. Oh, cool. Nice. His voice. He even does the stunner. That's his finishing. <laughs> oh, sick. Nice. So they were like, look, Shark Boy is going to give you a stunner in front of everybody. <laughs> And I was like, okay, that's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, he did. Uh, gave me a stunner. I flopped over, laid in the ring, and just looked up at the sky going, oh, that's one of the greatest moments that'll ever happen in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's very yeah. cool. Awesome. And he even did the Stone Cold talk. He's like, oh, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> Bam! Bam! Like, oh, yeah. I heard people screaming their heads off. Oh, that is so, so sick. But what's really cool is the hanging at high noon was a true story. Yes. That is absolutely true, guys. Uh, that was one of that's <sighs> what got me into show business was working at Buckskin Joe, meeting celebrities. Uh, I met a whole bunch of them there, but that will always be the one that stays very high in my list. Rightfully right. so, dude. Absolutely. That is so amazing. That's cool. Well, now, now the uh, question I want to ask you. you. You said that you had a question earlier. No. I have so many. Okay. Man, here's, so many questions. Let's start from the ground up, man. How did you get started in wrestling? Uh, it's been my entire life, guys. I grew up in southern Colorado here down in Pueblo. Uh, back when I was a kid, uh, this was territory wrestling. There, there wasn't just wwe that this there was every state was part of a territory this was awa territory and every other saturday they had wrestling down in pueblo at the city auditorium hmm. and my dad and my grandpa would take me and my brothers we'd go every other saturday i've seen the iron sheik wrestle so many times it's ridiculous <laughs> the camel clutch baby uh, and it just and it's been my entire life my wife brought me to a csw event yeah i didn't invent csw i bought it but uh, we left the event, and I was like, this is amazing, but it could be even better. So, I and mean, then that's... You, yeah. you bought it. I mean, is it, was that a whole, uh, you want to make your passion uh, available for uh, reality for other people? What was the... Uh, what yeah. was the well, it was... I st- there, there's a long story of how that all process got to, but eventually the people that owned CSW saw how good I was at promoting, how good I was at, you know keeping fans happy and wrestlers happy. They asked me to run the company. I did it amazing. And then I, you know what? You want to just buy the thing. We don't even deserve to have it. Like have the ownership. (laughs) This is yours. Yeah. So my wife and I didn't even flinch, bought the company. Now we've become massive charity drivers. Uh, we're doing charity stuff all year long. We, uh, have a ton of fans that you guys are going to definitely get to see and meet. That's right. That'll, melt your heart and make you realize why the passion's here and why we do what we do every single month. So, Oh yeah. Yes. I can't. That's so fascinating to me. Yes. I'm curious. I, and this is where I think we're going to go more towards inside baseball is when I, in the crafting of a persona, mm-hmm. how, how do you go about that? Did you have multiple before ruthless or was this, this has so, been you? Uh, no, I've, <laughs> I've had a few of them. Cool. Uh, I originally was known as Mr. Ugly. Okay. Okay, that was my thing. And and actually, which... Why uh, would you go away from that? That's amazing. It's good. Well, it's which, by the way, when you see tonight and you see the Ugly World Order, okay, Mr. Ugly, the Mr. Ugly persona was created in 1996. And so when you see the Ugly World Order, that's my shout out back to the original persona that I first did. Oh, that is sick, man. So, uh, but then... Truthfully, me and a friend hanging out one day watching old wrestling tapes uh, and 
this was 22, 23 years ago. Uh, Ravishing Rick Rude was walking in the ring, and he just laughs at me mm. and goes, oh, stupid Ravishing Randy Rude. We both laughed. Then I kind of looked at him and was like, well, I mean, I'm not really ravishing, but, I mean, maybe if we change that first word to something, you know, more than, like me, like ruthless. And he goes, ruthless Randy Rude. And that was really how that happened at that moment. We just, we both looked at him and said, well, that's got a ring to it. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, and then I changed everything. You know, literally the next day, I was like, ah, I, I'm sorry, but that's just too catchy. I can't walk away from that, you know. I, uh, I'll tell you this. You know how I know he's a good promoter? Uh, oh. We just met for the first time today. We've been on Facebook. We became friends yeah. on Facebook. Uh, came, you were on the phone, and I, and I asked you, Randy, give me a the, Hold on. And then I, I, I'd asked you something, and you already started pitching me the, the event tonight. It was yeah. cool. and I love that. I really do like that. Just jumping in. You 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 started to sell me that event right away. Yep. You like oh you know what? Have you been to one of these? I said no. You know, I said one at Red and Jerry's. Is that what's called? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Ray and Jerry's. Ray and Jerry's. Yeah, which I know the guys. I've been on a couple of their events. Good guys. Right. Yeah. And I go Ray and Jerry's. You go oh yeah. Wait, wait. And then you just went into your. You just you you sold it to me. I mean, yeah. and you could tell you did it unconsciously. It's just it's just what you do. I do it in my sleep. Uh, That's wrestlers cool, give me a hard time. One of them, I'll never forget, he messaged me in the morning. He's like, so did you tell us, how many tickets did you sell in your sleep last night? <laughs> and wouldn't you know, I woke up to seven tickets sold over. There you go. Sleep. And I told him, like, only seven. And he goes, you son of a <laughs> uh, I, I am eternally grateful to these fans. I know every single one of them. I talk, I make sure to go out there and meet all two, three hundred of them that will be out there tonight. Uh, it's, I wouldn't be me if it wasn't for them. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do the charity work I do if it wasn't for them. Right. Uh, I would just be some dude standing in a ring thinking I'm hot shit. <laughs> but uh, no. I, I, I am so passionate about giving back to the community, to the fans, to everyone that's involved in just entertainment altogether. Uh, hell, if you look on my Facebook, you'll see I freaking danced in burlesque last weekend. Oh boy! Right, I don't give a shit if it'll entertain <laughs> the fans. Like I said, I'll do anything if I know it's going to make those fans scream, cheer, boo, uh, love, cry. It doesn't matter if it's going to get an emotion out of them. Then it's worth doing. That's cool. Love it. Uh, the first two guys I met here, uh, Jalen is one of them. I can't remember. Mm. Uh, he's from Sterling, by the way. Oh, sick. Yeah, Look right? at that. And uh, it was cool to, to, to listen to their passion. Yeah, those you know? are those. Uh, they're uh, trainees at right. the school at Empower. Uh, where that's where all of our young guys that want to become a professional wrestler. Because if you want to get in my ring, you have to train. You have to. Yeah. You have to right. train. Right. Uh, it is required. It does. You don't get away from it. So, uh, yeah, it's as simple as that. Those guys are the future. They will be in my ring one day. They all know that. They, they come every month. They set that ring up. They're out there right now as we speak. They keep popping around the corner giving me the look, too. Right. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, though, they're, they, they want that. They, they hear those fans screaming and hollering like, man, I want that so bad. Right. Yeah. And if you're uh, watching the video, uh, the, 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 if you're watching the video, the video, uh, if you're on YouTube, um, if you're on the, uh, if you're just listening to it, you don't obviously get to see it. But right. uh, throughout this, I've been putting in clips of tonight's uh, show. 
So you yeah. and I are going to stick around tonight. We're going to do a few clips. You can kind of check out the show and see what it looks like. You know, and uh, right yeah. now we have the tablet out there, hopefully still recording, yeah. to see the <laughs> setup of the, the ring. Uh, I, it, probably that, watching it, everybody freak out where the hell is Randy Rude after <laughs> you. Yeah. So. Or they don't know the tablet. They're like, damn, Randy Rude, I'll tell you. Just start bad-mouthing. You know, <laughs> oh, they'll, they'll, they'll kick the shit out probably of Probably my wife. She'll be <laughs> the one saying the most stuff, to be honest. So. That's awesome. How many wrestlers are involved with this, man? Uh, we got wrestlers from all over the world that come and wrestle for us, guys. Right. Uh, our main roster is probably about 20, 30 guys. Uh, but we've got people from all over the country. You know, we're part of the Four Corners territory. Uh, something that I've helped uh, establish and build with Chongo. Uh, and he has taken it and just soared with the thing. Uh, gotten wrestling companies from all over Colorado, Utah. We're getting with Arizona, New Mexico. Uh, we're going to build... Some old school back in wrestling is what we're doing. Hmm. Uh, you know, we even made a Four Corners Territory Championship belt held by Gino Rivera. Uh, he's held it for a year now. Dang. And, you know, uh, it's just. That's awesome, man. I, 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 building. I, I, respect, I respect the passion, dude. Absolutely. Thank you. I respect Thank you. that more Thank than Thank you anything. so much. You know, I think that's cool that you have this, you know, in your heart, man. And, and that's what it takes. It takes a lot. It so takes serious. a lot. This is my fifth week straight that I've been doing shows uh, with sold-out shows every single weekend. Uh, and I'm eternally grateful, but I'm also extremely exhausted. I bet. That's okay, though. But man. we got one more tonight, the Red Rock Rumble. Red it's going to be an insane show. Battle Royal with a four-figure contract on the line for the winner of the show. You can't get much bigger than that in, no. in a local wrestling scene. For any independent wrestler out there, a guaranteed four-figure contract, that's mind-blown. Yeah. Right. See, and as you can hear it. Oh, it's getting on. That's this, that is officially my alarm to let me know that I got to get my butt <laughs> back out there and get these guys going, guys. Awesome. Word. Uh, no, 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 no. I, was, I said word. Oh, Literally the word, uh, word. Uh, so, Randy, once again, we're going to put the link to your Facebook underneath this. Yes. Okay, so you can check it out. Uh, you can come see this once a month, Ron. Once a month. We are at Sunshine Studios every single month. That's been our home for two years. They're great to us. We're great to them. It's a perfect place. Family-friendly, military-friendly, uh, discounts for kids and all active, retired, and uh, vet military. Come down to our show. Can Have you, a good time. You can buy tickets Online. Online. You message me directly on Facebook, and I will personally sell you a ticket. Awesome. Ask about two-thirds to three-quarters of those fans out there, and they'll say, oh, yeah, no, I bought a ticket from Root. That's cool. So Awesome. Anything else for you, man? Uh, thanks, guys. I really appreciate being on the show. This is a fun one. Yeah. Uh, you know, I do these shows all the time, all over the place. This has definitely been a different one for me. Awesome. Especially right, right before one of my events. That's sure. kind of fun and exciting. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You got me in full ramped mode, ready to go, so... <laughs> Uh, I hope you guys enjoy the show tonight. Uh, I know a couple of the other guys are going to uh, get with you guys too. And, right. you know, uh, have fun. Thanks for having me on. Awesome, Randy. Thank you so much. On that. Once more time, uh, on the bottom right-hand corner, is the subscribe button, little red dot. Make sure you hit that little click for you, big click for us. You can find all our stuff on thebullhucker.com as well as Randy's stuff on thebullhucker.com. And if you look under the tab that says, as seen on the bullhucker, you'll see drop down menu his will be uh the first one you can pick and it'll take you right to his stuff so you can find him and it's easy to find him follow him on facebook you have an instagram uh yeah colorado springs wrestling find That's him on instagram do. and follow this man uh support him they do a lot of charity work like he said so 
it's something good for the community. It's something family friendly for your kids, man. So make sure you check it out, man. It's it's a great thing you're doing here, man. So, um, but hey, thank you so much for coming on. I'm Moose Lundstrom, Matt Gordon. Peace out. See you.